0: You want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak. Nobody get choked.
1: Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89. one KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and we got a roundtable, contentious duo here, we have Daniel Stelling down in Athens, Georgia. And we got Adam Chenault of Jackson, but a formerly born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio who day damn i forgot about the who day he came in every single bingles garby has that's not true it's he, not true you have a lot more garb he's got a Bengals hat on he's got a super bowl participant shirt on he's okay. ready to talk the college football playoff
2: yeah let's go Buckeyes. guys <laughs> oh h the uh
1: really snuck their way in the back door you know just saying as a bama fan hey it's a nice move it's a good move you know you can win championships that way Isn't that right stelling
0: unfortunately you're right <laughs> <laughs> Two, two of Saban's national championships have come when he didn't even win his own division. Shots fired.
1: Oh, well, you know, sometimes that happens. I you like know? this. Sometimes you got to – people just know that they're like, you know what? These guys are national champs. We're going to put them in there. That was, that was one against LSU and one against Georgia, right? Am I correct there? Yes. BCS. <laughs> <Sorry>. B- <laughs> BCS. <Yeah. laughs> I forget. You know, they all run yes. together when you, when you get to this point. You know, you're just like six, seven. I can't remember.
2: I, yeah. I thought I was going to be outnumbered here. Which I am, by SEC fans. But I forgot the disdain that SEC fans have for each other with your East and your West divisions. We're going to go division, right, Stelling, There's
1: no way the SEC stays in divisions the next, when they absorb Texas and OU. Because I think the Big Ten's getting rid of divisions. The Pac-12 doesn't have any. The Big 12 doesn't have any. Is
2: the Pac-12 still a thing? Oh, yeah, baby. BYU. Shouldn't be. Coming in hot. Cincinnati's going to be in the Big 12, right? Big 12, not Pac-12. Uh,
1: That's what I did that's, I say big? 12? That's what I meant. I meant Pac. Who's going into the Pac-12? It like Boise State and some people. Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, nobody knows. You don't.
1: You just figured out who Max Duggan was, man.
0: I know. I apologies. Uh, you know, just TCU. It's like I. They're gonna choke. They're gonna choke. Don't pay me any attention. And hey, don't talk about. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. <laughs> they <Don't>, didn't choke.
2: <laughs> don't talk about Massey's favorite alma mater. I mean, he is an Andy Dalton fan. Okay, hold on.
1: Okay, back up.
2: Or not your alma mater, but <laughs> Thank
1: you. I was like, TC is not my <laughs> alma mater. Let's let's fact check that. All right. Brendan Armstrong. Fact check. Well, you Wrong. know who's, you know who's got a starting quarterback in the NFL right now? University of Virginia. Bryce Perkins plays with the Rams. Ever heard of him? Ooh, I think he just got
2: taken out by uh Who, Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Baker Mayfield hasn't even Ooh. opened the playbook yet. It doesn't matter. Did that he hurts. get picked up by the Rams? He did.
1: Yeah, just so Mike okay. Mike Shanahan wouldn't grab him for the Niners and just yeah, do some ridiculous yeah. play calling with Baker Mayfield. Mike Shanahan can make anybody a good quarterback. He's making Mister Relevant pro- quarterback Birdie
2: Brock Purdy. Brock Birdie. I got some. In, I I got some interesting facts about him. Yeah,
1: BCP. BCB is what I've heard.
2: He had a full offer. of Roll Tad. Where did he go? Iowa State. <laughs>
1: what <laughs> All tied, y'all who who could do that all right we got a packed show we got a packed show we have the huddle we have the heisman trophy to discuss we have the college football playoff to discuss we have the nfl slate to discuss we're going to s- discuss it slightly different and just kind of go through some matchups um instead of doing the three up three down regular format without trainer here he is currently traveling he's a jet star. he was in mexico and now he's headed to denver i'm not sure what's on Trainer's slate but we have a packed show we're going to start off with the huddle the huddle is the good news of the week the critical number of the week something you are stuck on your quote slash question of the week and your goat of the week Stelling, why don't you lead us off give me your good news of the week
0: well we touched on it already uh good news of the week bama not making the playoffs
1: why is that why is that good news huh you don't want to beat the best of the best you know
0: georgia we got over the hump last year but Mm -hmm. you don't want to play with fire all right what do you like i said Explain like I said, a bit. two of Saban's uh, championships were not, or when he didn't even win his own division. Uh, you don't want to play him when he's the underdog. And I told my, I told my family after the SC championship game, I said, I swear to God, Alabama gets in, I'm not going to the Peach Bowl. I'm not going to <laughs> sit there and see some ridiculous penalty, some ridiculous turnover, and have Saban, who shouldn't have been in there, beat Georgia on a last-second field goal or some, you know. Let's bring in the backup quarterback and win the fourth quarter.
1: Remember when Bobby Boucher so, came in in the second half and the Mud Dogs won the yeah. Burp Bowl? <laughs>
2: um, so, I, the good news of the week is I don't have to worry about that. All right. All right. I can confirm that that is indeed good news. All right. All
1: right. An Ohio State and a Georgia fan confirming Bama not. Yes. Um, <laughs> did you see, and this was embarrassing, and Nick Saban should be absolutely furious at whoever made him go grandstand during all the championship games and why Alabama should be in the college football playoff. He was talking about lines and favorable matchups in Vegas and TV ratings. We're like, Nick, you don't care about any of that. What? Whose script are you reading? And he's probably like, ah, I made a couple. Made 10, they paid me 10000 bucks to be here, so I'm just here. Affleck. <laughs> Affleck. Someone was arguing. No, our producer Adele, my sister, was arguing, why would Nick Saban do AfLAC commercials? And I was like, what if they paid him $5 million bucks? She was like, "Why would Saban do that for five million bucks?" And I was like, "Cause of, it's five million. It's five. It's what do you mean? What do you mean? Like I had, a, I had to answer the question with the question. Like, what do you mean? What? What? What low down dirty thing would I do for five million bucks? The list is pretty lengthy,
0: for sure.
2: All uh, right, hanging out with Dion in an Aflac commercial might be on there.
1: Yeah, it would. Like I would be the guy off. Uh, What's that movie? Uh, um, and be like, "What's that movie with the drug dealer David and... Segekis? uh jennifer aniston yeah this is a great segment this is great radio anyway i would say are y'all getting paid to be here yeah uh, so bo- that, <laughs> i'll botch that joke all right uh we're the millers we're
0: the, we're millers. Are the
1: millers thank you thank you yes. thanks thanks for staying tuned through that y'all, uh y'all are, listeners. Paid? y'all
2: are getting paid uh adam what is your good news of the week um Going back to what Stelling just said, the college football playoff got it right.
1: They did. They did. And Stelling, weigh weigh in on this. How do you feel as a Georgia fan going up against number four Ohio State?
0: Well, I mean, it's what I expected. uh, But you're not happy.
2: You're not happy. I was
0: definitely hoping for TCU to lose a close game, which they almost did. So they would slide back to the four spot, and Ohio State would be three. Ohio State's the number two team in the country, in my opinion, so I don't want to be playing them in the first round. Um, they got talent. They got more talent than Michigan, way more talent than TCU. I, I they really, put it together. They're the biggest threat to Georgia. So I don't, you know, I don't want to be playing them in the first round.
1: Does C.J. Stroud actually care about football? It doesn't look like he does. He looks pretty lackadaisical. He's just like, I'm really good at football. I just happened to play for Ohio State.
0: And that uh, really good receiver of theirs, I saw, is sitting out.
2: He's all banged That's- up, isn't he? He's only had like thirty-five yards. What's that? He's only had like thirty-five yards all year. Yeah, Smith yeah, and been Jigba. All year. He was the yeah. best
1: receiver in the country until he just can't. He can't stay healthy,
2: right? Yeah, he he popped his hamstring or something, and he's just he's entered the draft.
1: Okay, since we're all bashing on Alabama, I'll just go ahead and, and give you all my good news of the week. Bill O'Brien, Alabama's offensive coordinator, he has not gotten a contract extension. There has been no talks of contract extensions, and his contract is up after Alabama plays Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day. Goodbye, Bill O'Brien. Don't let the door hit you on the way out.
2: So he got the butt chin.
1: Yeah, he's he's got a pretty good he's got a pretty good one. I think <laughs> I think the Bengals could probably use him as some sort of assistant.
2: Nope. We're we're doing we're doing just fine.
1: What about Kirby Smart's rehab program? Is that open yet? Like Nick Saban, since he copies everything Nick Saban does, could you use Uh, a Bill O'Brien?
2: It
0: it, it is alive and well, man. We got Will Muschamp, you know, as a the co-defense coordinator. I forgot. We got Mike Bobo as a as a as an analyst.
1: Where was Mike Bobo before he came to Georgia?
0: Well, he last year he was actually at Auburn. I don't know what as a I don't know if he's a coordinator or QB coach, and then he was the head coach at like. He's the offensive coordinator of South Carolina. Yeah. And then he was out at Colorado State as head coach. But yeah, Kirby is, you know, he brought in Matt Luke from Ole Miss to be the offensive line coach two year, three years ago.
1: Did you see where uh um Lane Kiffin said ask Kirby if he had any openings okay. on his staff? I did. After I did. he got paid seven Kiffin, million dollars a year.
0: Man, just, yeah, yeah. Good for him.
1: Snake for in him. the grass. I actually actually know he, no, he is. He is. I like Lane Kiffin. I don't, I don't, I'm not bothered by him. I think he's hilarious
0: he's grown on me grown you know, he he he, he, he at one point made fun of mark rick's so he was in the doghouse for a while but I've, I've forgiven him
1: is mark Ricks um still on this planet
0: yeah man he lives like two a couple streets down from me i saw him uh over the summer and he walked into the local grocery store looking sharp blazer and everything and big old box and just started loading it up with wine <laughs> <laughs> he was he was clearly going somewhere to party
1: yeah he's like you know what if i'm going out i'm going out the way the way yeah, i want to yeah. um yeah. all right stelling what is your critical number of the week
0: uh 780 i
1: have i have no idea
0: yeah well it's a very random number but that is the number of players to enter the transfer portal in the first 24 hours that it was open.
1: Whoa, 700. The transfer portal. Once you, it's not like the NFL draft, not in in the sense that once you commit to it, you don't have to transfer. You can just see what every, everyone else is getting out there, right?
0: No. Uh, essentially, the way I understand it, you put your name in the transfer portal. You know, you sip, submit your paperwork, and it gives other coaches. It gives coaches from other schools the right to reach out to you and recruit you. Now that's going on behind closed doors anyways, but that's like officially I'm open to new opportunities and you can call me.
1: Yeah. All the the coaches put their burner phones in their drawers and reach out, reach for the real ones and start, start texting people. We have, I mean, it's, it seems like it's everyone. And it, People want to hate on it, but I think it's fine for college football. Look what Lincoln Riley was able to do with the transfer transfer portal and and put USC almost in the college football playoff in his first year out there. And so it gives coaches the ability to have instant success, which translates to your team having the ability to have instant success. So I don't see why I guess it's just the old man yelling at cloud yeah. hates it. But yeah. like I it doesn't matter. It does not bother me whatsoever. Some guy says, "Okay, I'm not I'm not good enough to play here. Let me play somewhere else, or I'm better than this team. Let me go play somewhere else. None, none of that bothers me for some reason. But it is. I think the pendulum is like swinging right now because it's the second year of the transfer portal. I think we'll see less less of it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. And and this is not um, you know a shot at Alabama, but they actually lead the nation with 19 players. Which going back to Bill O'Brien, I think Saban is cleaning house. He's got some bad attitudes. He took one from Georgia, Jermaine Burton
1: returning uh, returning he, for his he, he
0: wants he wants a culture change he's going back to his roots after this year
1: i saw go ahead that's
0: a good thing that's a good that thing. is
1: a good thing i saw something uh where an old player i forget who it was said alabama is not the same alabama or the culture is not the same and nick saban was like well that that hurts my feelings because the culture is based on me so he was taking a shot at the players but nick saban was like but that's that's my fault <laughs> So, I'm thinking that a good – I just want Alabama to run the ball and play good defense. That's all all I really want them to do. I mean, it also is pretty awesome lighting up with four first-round draft picks at wide receiver. That's that's also pretty sweet to watch, not going to lie. All right, uh, Adam, give me your critical number of the week. Three. Uh, That's how much the Bengals are favored this weekend.
2: No, not a bad guess. Uh, We're favored by more. But three times in the calendar year of 2022 that the Bengals have beat the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Oh, last year's Ooh. last year's January was it late January,
2: mid January, week seventeen, January second or so. We beat them to win the to advance the playoffs to win the AFC North. Then we went into Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game.
1: Oh, I, I see, I see. You have a you have an AFC Championship shirt on. Yeah, you need to wash that. You need you need to well, you need to wash that once in a while.
2: No, don't, just don't wash it. I need don't. I need one more shirt. I got one more shirt. I need. How do we feel? How do
1: we feel about the Bengals? They're in the same spot as they were last year. They did we're better
2: than we were last year because
0: we're now eight and four. Last year we were seven and five.
1: Okay, so does that check out? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Yeah. Hey, I don't remind know me,
0: Jamar Jamar Chase is he coming back this year?
2: He's he, he's, he's already back. He came out and oh really? Caught seven passes for ninety seven yards against the Chiefs.
1: He's an absolute Good. freak. He is. Good. a freak. Justin yeah. Jefferson and Jamar Chase are so awesome to watch. Um, yeah. So you're thinking you are the Bengals are better at eight and four. Is Joe Burrow able to get the ball out quick enough this
2: year? Absolutely. I mean, our we had some O line issues early on, but anytime you put three new starters on an O line, it's going to take a minute. You know, glad trainer isn't here to remind me that we lost a Cooper Rush. Oh, that's right. You know, week two we started zero <laughs> oh and two, and we've gone eight and two since then. So we're eight and four.
1: There's a, there's a stat out there that pretty good teams that have lost to cooper rush have not won super bowls that's a fact
2: that is fact because cooper rush has barely ever played before but he was pretty good
1: that was it's so awesome if you're a backup quarterback and you have a good slate of like four or five games and then you just earned yourself being a backup for the rest of your life like oh he he was studious and paid attention
2: i heard the other night on uh i think it was last week's sunday night football game the uh nick Foles was backing up like matt ryan or something oh he was in the colts jeff saturday brought him in yeah
1: that's that's
2: awesome talk about the backup that yeah i well, mean he, he, did, won, he won he won super bowl, super bowl. He,
1: yes. and he's got an excellent nickname that that gets your contracts
2: all. But still <laughs> he was still a backup who came in performed well yeah you know, that could be cooper rush next year
1: i mean think about geno smith he's been a backup for the last 12 years
2: yep all it takes is the right the right situation but yes the Bengals are the best <laughs> and we're back and we're back my critical number is the 13 point deficit with three minutes
1: to go oh the saints they blew uh a 13 point lead against the bucks and their play calling was absolutely horrible i mean they were throwing it on third and short when they could have run the ball and
2: and then got some it. threw it on third and one yeah then punted on fourth and one
1: yeah it was it was, it was absolutely tr- atrocious and what i took away from it was that tom brady was just irate on the sideline the entire time bad body language just yelling at his players and then afterwards he was they're all hugs and smiles in the in the locker room i think that tom brady is in his last year at tampa bay there's no way people are going to be like all right we get it dude you want to win we get it and so do we
2: quit yelling at me
0: mm-hmm.
2: i agree i think he's I, well, unless I- they get rid of todd bowles
1: yeah head coach which, that's uh but
2: i don't see them doing that because he have got rid of bruce arians i don't think they're gonna let him get rid of todd bowles also
1: tom brady ring chase is he more of a ring chaser or is he more of a coach killer at this point in his career
2: uh i eh, not really a ring chaser in tampa bay i mean he what i mean they won one
1: yeah um if tom brady doesn't play for tampa bay next year where do you think where do you think he ends up
2: honestly i don't care falcons
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's getting out of the nfc south he he was like florida actually i want the cold weathers of boston going back to new england he is from california somewhere isn't he
2: yeah well he grew up a niners fan uh,
1: that i don't want that's i don't even want to pretend that that's an option tom brady the 49ers would make me absolutely furious they are stacked they're winning games with, with brock birdie or whatever his name is mr of
2: Brock Purdy, Bird
1: Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. purdy. You're you look, a Purdy. You look Purdy, boy. Yeah, i heard. That. You got a Purdy mouth, boy. All right, Stellan, give me your stuck on of the week.
0: Well, uh, this is I'm talking Heisman Trophy talk here. All right, and it, and it's it, this is this is not related to Stetson Bennett. I was reading a a as an article on ESPN today or yesterday, I forget, and they were recapping the the '97 Heisman Trophy. So that was that was Peyton, and uh, Charles Woodson won it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and they were saying that Peyton Manning was left off 110 ballots. Left off altogether. Charles Woodson, who won it, was left off of 88. What? How, how do y'all think that the Heisman Trophy, A, should be defined, and B, voted on? Because you've got journalists voting on it you've got previous winners voting on it i feel like it's, it's just losing a lot of its um meaning
1: yeah l- luster for sure I, it, right now it's a quarterback award although Devonte smith was kind of an outlier in the last five years i guess derrick henry i don't know how long he's been in the league but that was the the last running back that won one is that correct well
0: not, not did Najee harris win it naji no he maybe? did not Mm-mm. he did not okay then it's probably derrick henry yeah the, that was um, Kyler Murray year.
1: Yeah, right. Kyler Murray won it, and it. I have not watched the Heisman Trophy presentation in in years. It just, it just is all this fluff and all this like feel good stories, and then Tom Rinaldi comes there and makes you want to cry. And I just can't, I just can't, I just can't do it because it is just the best quarterback of the best teams, and we can talk about that now because you have Stetson Bennett. Caleb Williams, Max Duggan, and C.J. Stroud—three of those team, three of those, te- those guys—are in the College Football Playoffs. Um, the Michigan running back—I forget his name—that got hurt, who's sitting out the rest of the season—if he had a good game against Ohio State, he would have he would have been in New York. If Hendon Hooker didn't tear his ACL, he'd be in New York. It's such an odd thing to just your Heisman candidate for so long, and then they just strike your name off the list as soon as adversity happens.
0: Yeah, and I, I you know, the way they do it this year. And oftentimes, you know, your playoff teams are going to have some of the best players in the country on it, just naturally. But it's all hyping up the playoffs for TV ratings. They can talk about it. You know, these all three teams have Heisman Trophy finalists on them. And it's just, I want to see it, I feel like, get back to having some meaning. Because you're right. I don't think I've watched the damn thing in five years.
1: Yeah, it's it's – really boring television
0: there's just there's just a couple there's just a few years every now and again that
2: it just doesn't feel like anyone should necessarily win it right like there's no standout i mean the last time i remember a, a standout was joe burrow and i'm not just saying that because he's a bangle now i mean he literally had the greatest
1: he had the greatest college, college football season of all
2: time yeah um you know and yeah it's uh, i'm a little underwhelmed by i mean even cj stroud is in and i'm a buckeye fan uh, but i'm not I'm not like oh CJ Stroud has to win it or he should win it Um, Caleb Williams is the odds on favorite he's leading all the Uh, all the betting well let's look at Caleb Williams
1: for a second because he's got he
2: is good he's very good
1: should we just talk about the Heisman we're we're sitting here talking about all right so they have four finalists Stetson Bennett CJ Stroud Max Duggan and Caleb Williams Stetson Bennett with 3,400 passing yards 27 to 6 TD to interception ratio CJ Stroud 3,300 yards 37 to 6 TD to interception Max Duggan 3,300 yards 36 that is 10 more than Stetson Bennett that's just a fact um, and to four interceptions. Caleb Williams, four thousand yards, forty-seven touchdowns. That is twenty more than Stetson Bennett. Just, That's total touchdowns. Just though. just talk the same facts. I'm just talking facts here. Um, and and four interceptions. He got hurt in the Pac 12 championship, which um really limited his his ability to move and therefore they they lost the game. Stelling, give me give me the case for Stetson Bennett, the best the the quarterback on the best team.
0: Well, I, I believe that you were comparing his passing touchdowns to someone else's total touchdowns, which
1: well, give me give me stats a I think touchdowns. he's got
0: six or seven rushing touchdowns. You know, the guy is fast. All right, the the guy people don't realize uh, he runs like a four-five flat. That's Seriously. fast for a quarterback. That
1: is fast. No way. Yeah. I don't I, believe you, it.
0: you. Go back and watch. You go watch his run against. I think it was Auburn. He he ran like an eighty-yard touchdown and was outrunning their defensive backs. He's fast. He He's just, doesn't, he just doesn't, he doesn't play in an offense that asks the quarterback to run. Um, and Kirby Smart, I don't think, will ever have an offense that throws it 40 times a game. Uh, you know, it's like Saban back in the day with A.J. McCarron and Greg McElroy. It was mm-hmm. a run. I'm not even going to say it was a run. Derrick Henry was an all-day run. But it's, it's a balanced attack because uh, those are the hardest to stop throw it 50 times a game, eventually you're going to run to somebody who can stop that. You want to balance attack. So, so Kirby is not a pad, uh, a stat stuffer, right? Got those wrong. Uh, but if you go back and look at Stetson Bennett, he's thrown 35 passes in the fourth quarter this entire year. Wow.
2: wow, that's actually,
0: so if you, if, so if you want to compare stats, you've got to remember that he does not play in the fourth quarter because Georgia has blown out everybody and against Tennessee, who was the number one team in the country at the time, he threw, I think, three passes in the second half because we didn't need to score points. Not that we couldn't. We didn't need to. So you're looking at Lincoln Riley, who scores as many points as he possibly can versus Kirby Smart. That's like, I don't care. We're going to do what it takes to win. All we're gonna right. Get a lead and we're going to shut it down. And play defense.
1: On on that note, uh, why did they go for two up twenty three points in the SEC championship game to cover?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I when they did that, I was like, why did we just do that? And I and the answer was because you know how coaches have these books that say, Hey, when you're up by two with under five minutes to go, you you, you go forward, you kick field goal. It's like it's a charted statistical book that tells you what you should and should not be doing so that when you get in that position, you don't think about it. The book tells you what to do.
1: Just going by the book.
0: That's that's what the the, the official narrative was was hey the book said go for it. It didn't have anything yeah, to do I don't with know.
1: the it didn't it have anything to do with the 2019 SEC championship and how LSU ran up the score?
0: Oh God. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Jordan. I mean that was that was one of the few games in the Kirby Smart era where I've been like, dude, they're just they're a lot better than us. <laughs> <good>.
2: These guys, <laughs> these guys are good. These he, guys are he's good. Good. Um,
1: yeah. Where, where, where are we in this? Is it my my stuck? Um, we,
0: well, we were talking about Heisman. Oh, oh, oh! I think it's going to be Caleb Williams all the way. I think. I think it's going to be obvious. Yeah. 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 It's it's Caleb Williams, and I, and I think it should be. I mean, they're getting it right. I just, you know, he's good. When we grew up, it, when we grew up, it used to be a career achievement award. Then it became, you know, the height that most touchdowns of work. I just want some more consistency.
2: Getting Get some
0: integrity back into it.
2: Stelling, quick, um, I'm going to do a quick trivia for you. You talked about Charles Woodson winning the Heisman over Peyton. That was, what, 1997? That was the year that, that Michigan and Tennessee had the co-national championship, back before the BCS and all that jazz. Um, it was either – so, 1998 – Peyton again up for the Heisman, loses. Who'd he lose the Heisman to the next year?
0: Well, I, I, you're talking about Eddie George, right? Nope. Oh.
2: Danny Warfel, quarterback. You're, Florida.
0: You're going to Ohio State on me. No, yeah, no, no.
2: I, I, was, I, I was a huge Peyton Manning fan um, when I was in seventh, eighth grade. Who wasn't? Right? And uh, I just remember when Danny Warfel won it over him, I was beside myself. Is that is that um, he was a quarterback for Florida
1: under um,
2: Steve Spurrier? Steve
1: Spurrier when they were all run and gun uh, yeah. and no one had ever seen yep. West Coast offense in college
2: yet. Yep, I hated I hated Steve Spurrier at Florida. He dominated, dominated the SEC. It oh, was fun. That, that was that was fun. Those fun times.
1: <laughs> those were good times. And then he went to South Carolina and
2: and uh, produced. Uh, well, then he went to the Redskins. That didn't work. No. The fact that I didn't know that is probably the reason why it didn't work. And then he went to South Carolina, I think. Did he do a stint with the Dolphins? No, that was that was Nick Saban. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about that.
1: We don't, we don't, we don't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Actually, that was the gateway to, to be getting hired at, at
2: Bama. Bama. So I'm I'm not because he left LSU, went to the Dolphins. That's right.
1: Didn't have complete control. These were like the guys were like, We're grown men, quit yelling at us. Yeah. Kind of thing. All right. My stuck on I don't know if you know this, but the XFL is back in February. Did y'all mm. know this?
2: I did. Eight teams. Ooh. The Rock. Uh,
1: the Rock bought the XFL for fifteen
2: million dollars. That seems awfully low for a sports league. Well, here's the thing. He also bought it with his ex wife. I think they're still business partners partners. They are. But also ex-wife. Could you get i l I'm you hoping could, to, you I'm, couldn't I'm,
1: live in the same house with her, but you can get meshed up together with her with her on a fifteen so
2: million dollar deal? I didn't know who she was, but they've got a, a pretty interesting um series about it on ESPN. Um it's been yeah. it's been fun to watch. Wait, so what's the deal? Give us the scoop. I I mean, I I can't say that I got the whole scoop, but um <laughs> He just, the rock is like, I was pretty good, but I wasn't good enough. And I wanted to keep playing and there was no way for me to do it. And I just want to provide that for other people. Oh, rad. Right. Okay. So he's like, this is for the guys that were almost good enough, but not quite. And maybe they'll get there.
1: I was here. Here's something funny. I was in, I was at work and, uh, long story short, we would go to, we go to various jobs at various houses and there was an XFL quarterback working out while we were installing art and I forgot who he was. I looked him up. He had a, he had a first ever touchdown for like the Seattle sea snakes or whatever they are. And he was, he was working out in tights, which is fine, but that he was asked about Hey, do you like this here? And he walks in with his tights, and I'm like, "You wanna,
2: you wanna cover up? You wanna put something
1: on? <laughs> hey, buddy, you wanna, you wanna get get things going? Uh, did you know Bob Stoops, uh, local local Bob Stoops with Shooting Stars, coaching the Renegades? I heard that. That's that's the probably the actually Hines the best w- name is the San Antonio Brahmas. Yeah, what is a Brahma? A Brahma bull. It's it's the Rock's nickname. He had that bull tattoo on his on his during his WWF career. Uh-huh. He's the Brahma bull. Heinz Ward is a coach. Heinz Ward? Yeah, I might have to watch. I don't like him. You don't like. Hines? Oh yeah, Steeler. Steeler. I forgot. Steeler. Um, so Trash. we where where are we in this? I think it's uh I think it's your stuck on. I think I actually skipped you, Adam. What is your stuck on for the week?
2: All right, my stuck on I don't really want to touch on it too much just because he doesn't deserve it, but Deshaun Watson is back.
1: Yeah, they buried that Houston versus Browns game pretty deep in the NFL slate last week.
2: I think it was pretty boring. Um He hasn't played football in two years. Yeah. Um and he's a terrible human being. And apparently he's making progress in his uh, treatment but I don't understand how that's possible to even know because of the HIPAA yeah I
1: don't what is the fact that he might be a sociopath and has no feelings is that is that what I'm gathering yeah
2: and he hasn't like you know done his his thing in a while that anybody knows of I don't know he's back And that just that upsets me, yeah. Because he should never play in the NFL again. But I'm hoping that this weekend, when the Bengals play the Browns, we just stomp him into the ground. I hope y'all embarrass him. I hope we do. Also, um, Joe Burrow 0 4 against the Bengals. I mean, against the hey, Browns.
0: Cur- curb curb stomp him. Little turn from Athens. Yeah. Um, curb stomp.
2: Only he's 0 3 because he didn't play. He didn't. He didn't play in the final game last year because we had already clinched and we weren't going to get the number 1 seed uh, so we sat our starters so baker not bitter no what you're, ever so i used to be bitter. i used to be bitter yeah. i was talking to you and trainer about this the other day It used to be uh, i used to be just be like you know browns mistake on the lake all day long i'm still very much like that but you know there's something about being on top you just gain this perspective okay this beautiful perspective <laughs> hey i
0: completely agree <laughs> completely agree
2: you know, there are bigger mistakes on lakes, bigger fish to fry than the lowly Cleveland. Like, I've, I've, I'm have i so... It's just, it's I just, just white don't even noise. Care. I don't even yeah. care. Like, You're yeah, like, whatever. So yeah. White, white yeah. noise. Who cares? You can't. It's, it's lonely on around. top.
1: It's lonely on top. I understand I that. love it.
2: I love loneliness. It's great. Well,
1: so. speaking of lonely on top, I keep bashing Georgia, and and I feel like Georgia fans Stelling might want to back me up. They were very they had they had to make this very abrupt transition from everyone's kind of rooting for them. They're 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 always so close, and then they win, and they weren't used to people just taking punches up at them. Like punching down is one thing, but being like, yeah, well they're the champs. Time to start ripping them. How did you feel when that transition happened, Stelling?
0: I mean, I I you gotta love it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, right? I love it because because Ker- Kirby loves it, man. He loves it. I, I don't know if it was preseason this year. I think it was. And somebody was like, "So, coach, like, you won the national championship. Now you're going to be the hunted." And he was like, "Nope, we're going to do the hunting. We will not be the hunted."
2: Yep. Stay no. aggressive. Like it.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm all. Yeah. I'm all.
0: I'm all And, and I, by the way, I don't know if you've seen. Look up his videos. Uh, it's, it's it's just an audio recording of his pregame speech against LSU. Can't play it on the air because he's, you know, cussing like a sailor. But some some of his isms and speeches, it's like, damn. I no wonder why he can recruit the way he does, you know. Good living room he, guy. Yeah. All right. Look St- it up, everybody.
1: <laughs> Google it. All right. Stellan, give me your quotes last question of the week.
0: Well, I had a quote. It's, it's, we can go either way. My question, though, I think it's more relevant. Should and this goes for all sports, but we're going to talk about the NFL. Uh, should a team that's below 500 ever make the playoffs?
1: Yes, and the only reason I say that is because how else? Then you'd have to go divisionless, right? If you
0: yeah, sure. If
1: you go divisionless, I mean, then 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 what happens? That's a whole can of
2: worms.
0: I like where you're at. I like where your head's at, you Sterling. Overall best record among the other teams, you know?
2: Yeah, because somebody's going to have a losing record and a home playoff game. From the AF from the NFC South, it's I
1: I made fun of the NFC East for so long for doing this, and now that it's me in the NFC South, maybe they should you know it's hard winning division games. I'm just saying. Uh,
0: <laughs> I agree. Uh, I but I, I'm just saying like if the Falcons were to win two games out of the next how many left five they can make the playoffs right? You know, uh, like just there's there's a certain situation where teams should not be in the playoffs. Like they're not good enough to make the playoffs, and somebody else who's better is not making it.
2: I'm with you. I get it. And from a fan standpoint, I'm with you. But NFL is big, big business. Also, you have to. And they're assume... not. They're, they're not making any big changes. They don't make. They don't make big changes. No,
1: and they don't punish anybody. Well, they kind of do. Uh, deflate gate, whatever.
2: I mean, they gave. What, DeAndre Hopkins had a six game suspension this year for taking some deer antler spray or something. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. Yeah, an ointment, I've, something, a PED. I think also and Deshaun Watson gets eleven. Get out of here, <laughs> trash,
1: trash. We're back on Deshaun Watson, but it is funny because the AFC South is like this, where the the Titans are flirting with five hundred. I think they're like two games above. Um, the NFC South is doing the same thing. Where I don't think the Bucks are going to be above five hundred if they if they win. No, they're five hundred right now.
2: They're five hundred now, but they got to play the Bengals in two weeks.
1: So the um <laughs> somehow somehow <laughs> I got back to the Bengals. Um, <laughs> I think it probably keeps those divisions more engaged. You know, if you were six and six at the Bucks, and it was all based on record, you probably would stop paying attention. To stop eyeballs would stop being on TVs. You know, like I, I don't I guess it's like a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Do they tune in the second half of the season since they've been so bad for so long? This way, at least the everyone's engaged. If the Saints could exactly win two games, they would be in the playoffs. Right. Not better. But Just breathe.
2: The thing is, though, it does it does cycle itself a little bit you know the nfc the nfc east was supposed to be they have been the bad division you know you had you had the buccaneers you had the drew beer drew breeze. breeze years um you had the
1: bucks drew Brees. you had uh cam newton in carolina yep and you had matt ryan in, in atlanta. Uh, atlanta so yeah,
2: they, they, they go in cycles And everyone thought the AFC West was going to be the hardest division this year. Once Russell went to the Broncos. And then you got Herbert. Devontae Adams went to the Raiders. And then whoever. the
1: Do you want to hear something surprising about the Raiders I heard the other day?
2: Raiders, Broncos. Who's the last? Chiefs. Chiefs, yes.
1: Did you know that the the Raiders are five and seven?
2: Yeah. They've won four in a row, I think.
1: Did you? Did you know? I was telling I saw the Raiders at one and one and six or one and seven, and I was like, okay, done. Now they're yeah. five and seven. They're back, kind of just, back in it.
2: Well, they realize that they've got one of the best wide receivers in the game. They start throwing it to him, Devontae Adams. Sounds like a good plan to me. Sounds like a great plan.
1: All right, where are we, uh, Stelling? You've done your quote slash question. Uh, uh, Adam, give yeah. me your quote slash question. Okay,
2: my quote. Uh, this is a, a funny one. Here we go. That was cool. What you did when um, that first guy tried to tackle you, and then you didn't let him tackle you. That was sick is this is this between two ferns pretty much (laughs) who said that this was this was coach mike mcdaniel of the dolphins to his punt returner who broke a tackle and this is what he says to him on the sidelines gets caught on a hot mic and it and you know i'm not really doing it any justice um anyone who wants to look it up mike mcdaniel has so many good sound bites so many good clips he is so dry I mean, he literally just goes, "Hey, you know when that first guy tried to tackle you and you didn't let him? That was awesome. That was awesome. Do you remember? Because he's never played football, so he's no. like, he's like, well, he did, kind of. Yeah. Well, did for you ever, Yale. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well. That, you know ivy league sort of kind of but it's very funny like he, uh he recruited or tried to get justin fields in the draft to the 49ers that one that one year when it was it justin fields trey lance and somebody else is that right am i missing am i mixing that up
2: uh, no i think that's right
1: and so he was having extensive conversations with him so he had a bit of a relationship with him and justin fields ran out of bounds after a deep scramble and he goes hey you need to stop scrambling you're really like screwing up my game plan yeah like re- you're really making me mad he's funny and, and it's just He's a treasure. Eventually, it's going to wear off the shine of him because leave it to America just to eventually hate something that's usually very likable. But right now, it is
2: gold. Well, when he got introduced as the Dolphins head coach, he walked in and said to all the media, he said, you know, I know you're all taken back by my manly stature. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So once you get past that, I'll answer some questions. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got, yeah, he's just a, he's a clever it's a clever dude, yeah. We should start talking about Mike
1: McDaniels playing at Yale like we talk about uh Fitzpatrick playing at Harvard. Every time you hear Fitzpatrick's name, like, oh, you know, he played at Harvard,
2: right? Oh, you know, he went to Yale, right? <laughs> I like it.
1: All right, uh, my quote of the week is from a Mississippi State running back, Dylan Johnson Jr., who just entered the transfer portal. He posted on Instagram, like all these transfer p- portal guys are doing, he started off with. Uh, thanking everybody, everyone, thanking God, his teammates, the fans. Um, and then right in the middle of his, I'm about to go to the transfer portal. Thank you, everyone. He said, quote, With that being said, since I'm not very tough and Leach is glad I'm leaving, I'll be entering the transfer portal. Just shot right across the bow. Just right at Mike Leach. I thought Mike Leach was a likable guy. Apparently, uh, Dylan Johnson doesn't like his fat little girlfriend being talked about so much. No, he doesn't.
0: You know, and, and if there's somebody that you do not want to shoot across the bow at, it's Mike Leach because the guy is obsessed with pirates. <laughs> That's very so good he point. Would, so he would know exactly how to retaliate across his bow.
1: He's a treasure. He he's he. I've not gotten sick of Mike Leach. I love watching all, listening to all his interviews.
2: His his half game his halftime uh, sideline reporter running into the locker room interviews always get me. They're, and he always has.
1: I'm shocked at how much coffee Mike Leach drinks. He's always having a cup of coffee when he's talking to the press. Have y'all noticed that? Uh, And a plastic bottle of Dasani. Well, he's probably sponsored by Dasani, right?
0: Coca Cola. It's got to be. I mean, you know.
1: I hear that Mississippi's water is compromised anyway. So I I kind of get that. (laughs)
0: It's a good point.
2: We need to get him off that single use plastic, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Come on. (laughs) Come on. on. All right. Stelling, give me your goat of the week.
0: Uh, the go to the week. I wasn't ready for this, but there's something else. Uh, I guess we haven't even brought up. I don't think, I think this was in the last seven days. Dion to Colorado.
1: That is my go to the week as well. This is awesome. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, no, I mean, I was going to say that a, first of all, a shocker, I I figured he was going to go somewhere in the South. He goes in a car. I mean, does he, did, does he even know where Boulder is? First of all, but, <laughs> but there's more to the story. And I don't know if you know, Um, it's, it's come up. I didn't see it until today about why he's going. I I saw a little,
1: I saw a little bit of that. This is, this is the rumor mill. I'll let you get to it. No, I, I didn't write it down. I saw it in passing, but something about, um, he had some incentives with Jackson state and he met them and they kept the money or something.
0: Well, so actually that's a little bit different than what I read too, but essentially, um, I think what the rumor that I heard is he put a ton of his personal money into the program for like jerseys, locker room, like weight room facilities. He built like a tennis court. You know, whatever. And a lot, like 80% of that money was funneled into scholarships that did not go towards a football program. Just stuff that he explicitly was like, this is what the money's for. This is my personal money. And they were just like, yeah, we don't care. Because when I first heard that he was leaving, I was like, oh, man, like, you know, you're leaving Jacksonville State versus – or Jackson state to, to Colorado, but it sounds like he's just giving Jackson state the big middle finger because he's like, I mean, they, they just basically stole from him.
1: Yeah. I, that is what I, that's what I heard as well. And it's still flushing itself out. Did you hear any of this? Yeah. I no. So he is going, he's accepting. Well, here's, here's a little incentive as well. He was making $300,000 being Jackson state coach. Now Deion Sanders is loaded. So money's not everything to him, but he is getting, um, a $5 million raise and a $29.5 million five-year deal with Colorado, who the athletic director of Colorado said, well, we don't have the money yet, but we'll have it. Don't worry about that part, which is very funny that is funny (laughs) he's like trust me we got some dispensaries around here we'll just we'll just get them to sponsor some of your players there's money there's there's all sorts of state money flowing everywhere um he also had an electric moment when he walked into the colorado locker room did you see this the yeah the meeting where he's like hey y'all y'all either in or y'all go ahead and put your names in the transfer portal because i'm bringing luggage with me and it's louis vuitton all right i got some good luggage he's gonna coach his he's gonna coach his kid and everyone saw this coming everyone thought Deion sanders is going to be D1 coach. He's gonna be Florida State's head coach. He's gonna be Cincinnati's new head coach after uh Luke Fickle went to Wisconsin. I think Dion kind of landed in a perfect situation where if Colorado post a winning season next year in the Pac 12, which is diminishing by UCLA and USC, if he has any gains, it's seen as a success. Whereas he goes to Cincinnati and he wins eight games, and people are like, What's your problem? that he's i think he's smart enough to know
2: it's a good stepping
1: stone yeah that he's going to be able to build a program and he can't just jump to the top i think he's wise enough that he's like coaches that jump to the top get their shot and then if they fail they don't get another one right well so in colorado has had two winning seasons since 2005 so a winning season is absolutely what all he needs to do, and Jackson State was in shambles when he got there. He's posted a 27 and 5 record at Jackson State, so you show progress and you're going to keep getting paid i heard that 200 plus players have reached out to colorado in the transfer portal wow good for them and he's got he's got an electric presence in the living room he's stealing five-star recruits from alabama georgia clemson to go to jackson state the best cornerback number one recruit in the country went to jackson state and another one committed either this year but now with the transfer portal he's just able to carry his team he can With pick. him to Colorado. He's just picking and choosing.
0: He, 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 he just got a five-star uh, receiver commit to Colorado. The day he took that job, he got like the number two receiver in the country. To, it, it's going to be one of those deals where if he does it for one, maybe two years, maybe just one year, and recruits and gets attention to that program, you're going to have you – know, I, I would say UCLA, but they had a pretty good year this year. But you're going to have a program like UCLA or like – Miami throwing the bag out. Yeah. I mean, he's really gonna be sitting.
1: Deion Sanders, that might be the most villainous move is to go to Miami instead of Florida State. I, I
0: know. I, I thought awesome. about that. But 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 I mean if Florida State's gonna stick with their coach, I mean, can you imagine Dion in South Florida?
1: That would be so sick. Mario Cristobal, what? He's he's been there one year. He could not could not get things going down there. Mar, Mario Cristobal he's got two or three years if and he's got to do something and they either got to fire him or bring somebody else Deion Sanders might just be looking at a couple of job openings around the country and being like yeah in three or four years I could do that yeah
0: I mean you're right Miami is a bit of a stretch but I think his ultimate uh, destiny is going to be in a big city like in LA or back in the south
2: yeah I feel I think that that kind of scares
0: me a little bit you know
2: I could see I could see Florida State in a number of years for sure. That'd be that'd be cool. And do D- I hope he brings work done with him. Where is work done? I don't know. I I, 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 love I haven't
1: thought about work done. Him and uh,
2: I like work done. Uh, Warren Florida Sapp State.
1: are gonna are gonna <laughs> get, they're gonna marry the two universities. Um, where are we? All right,
2: Chanel, Tr- uh, Adam. Yep. Uh, give me your go to the week. Take one guess. Joe Burrow nailed it. What did he do this week? Oh, he just beat Patrick Mahomes for the third time. He is three and zero against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick
1: Mahomes.
2: Yeah, exactly. The the Never front runner for the MVP this year cannot get past Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is. He's he's just he's the goat. He's the new. He's the next goat. He's the. He's a goat.
1: The AFC is so <laughs> goat, 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 goat 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 spear goat. Um AFC is loaded with quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, um Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, Patrick josh Holmes, Allen, Josh Allen. I forgot what the Bills are doing. Ryan weekend, Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Just just uh <laughs> Trevor Lawrence.
2: Derek Carr. Derek
1: Carr. Just loaded, loaded Matt Ryan. Guys um in our last couple of minutes here should we uh we can skip over the college football playoff we've been talking about that pretty extensively let's go ahead and get your pick uh michigan or TCU. michigan's favored by nine and a half stelling oh
0: i'll take tcu to cover all right i, I do think that they're pretty good and i just think that you know um I, th- I think they can hang within 10 points
2: not. i'm with you i'll take tcu to cover uh i'm pulling for a michigan win though um which is not like me but just because to have an Ohio State Michigan national championship would be, sorry, Stelling, it's just like what dreams are made of. Well, That's all right if, if all right. you're
0: from the Midwest. Yeah, yeah,
1: jeez. You yeah. if you're from like Ohio the Rust Belt. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you're from yeah. Schmo Schmio. Yeah. yeah, okay, Rust
0: Belt, Rust Belt. That Midwest is a little bit more cornfield, you know.
1: Nebraska yeah, yeah, I feel it. Georgia's yeah. favored by six and a half. Do they cover Stelling?
0: Sorry, Adam, but they do.
1: They smash him. Don't apologize.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's a hey, um, Georgia they, they play all three phases of the game, as you saw against LSU with a block field goal return for a touchdown. They do it all. And they, I mean they, they cover.
1: Back to back.
0: Man, I never thought I would say this or believe it, but I'll just say this if Georgia gets past Ohio State, then yeah. I think Ohio State's the hurdle. If they get past that, then then Georgia they go back to back.
2: Georgia got the short end of the stick for sure. Yeah, they did.
1: Um, I think it's gonna be Michigan, Georgia. I think Michigan's gonna cover against TCU. I think they're gonna be just be happy to be there. Um Michigan's
2: gonna cover nine and a half? Yes. They're gonna beat TCU by no way. Ten. Um, no, no. Michigan, Michigan suspect. Very
1: suspect. I don't know. The, the before they look like they're hungry. I do one of the reasons I want Michigan to play Georgia is I want Georgia to smash Michigan again. I think Michigan is just smelling, smelling their own cologne, smelling their own farts, and just saying we have more to do. We're the Big Ten champs. I mean, we get it, but we got unfinished business. And I want them to go back to the the championship game and get absolutely owned. That is just a personal vendetta I have against Michigan.
2: Fair enough. And and I'm okay. I'm okay with that. As long as Michigan loses at some point, I prefer it to be to Ohio State. But um, to Stelling's point, the the Buckeyes' run defense is also a little suspect. Yeah. Um, and Georgia's run game is very strong. So, um, yeah, it could be could be an, it's it's definitely an uphill battle for Ohio State. I mean, you're playing the number one team, defending national champion. But I'm taking Ohio State by forty. You heard it here first. Whoa.
1: What? Whoa. <laughs> Stelling, this is something I've uh, I've I've learned in the Saban era here at Alabama. Uh you can't have a three peat without a repeat. <laughs> I hope I learned that to
2: That's be
0: true. That's so stupid. <laughs> you can't have a
1: three-peat without a repeat, Adam. Uh,
2: it's true. Uh,
1: all right. Well, honestly, let's get to uh, a couple of games in the NFL, and this will be it. I have some highlighted. I, uh, Sunday night football, the Dolphins at the Chargers. Chargers 6-6. Six six. Dolphins at 8-4. Dolphins by 3. We're just going to run through and do predictions. What say you, Sterling? Dolphins favored by 3 on the road against the Chargers.
0: Oh, the Chargers are a tough one to figure out this year. Um... I am
2: going to take the Dolphins with a bounce back game. What about you, Adam? I'm going to take the Chargers with the bounce back game.
1: Really, you think the our Dolphins stayed on the east, on the West Coast this week? They've been away from home.
2: That could be a little. It's mostly just I want the Dolphins to lose. Fair enough. That's that's perfectly that's perfectly reasonable.
1: Um, we've already talked about the Browns, the Bengals, Bucks at 49ers. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. wait. Bengals by a hundred. Oh
1: right, the uh, Bengals are favored. By a six, only a touchdown,
2: six and yeah. six or six and a half. Uh, I
1: think Bengals hey. cover that. I think they smash
2: those Browns. The Bengals are like uh, seventeen and three or eighteen and three against the spread in the last like twenty one games. Put put the house on it. Um,
1: we have the Bucks at the Forty Nine ers. Bucks six and six. Forty Nine ers eight and four. They're on their third string quarterback. I forgot to write down the spread, but I'm taking the Forty Nine ers.
0: I got. I'm looking at it right now. It's San Francisco favored by three and a half.
1: Yeah, I like that. I think that de- I think that wow. defense is going to eat. Do you see what the Saints defense did to the Bucs? Oh my God. I think the 49ers defense might have 14 points by themselves.
2: It, Nick Bosa is just he's a beast. He's not he's not real. No one, no, one can, no one can block him. Tom Brady cannot get away from him. He's too old. He's too old. He's he's too blind. So he's, he's starting to look. He's starting to look at. Well, not with, that con-
1: not with that facial reconstruction surgery on the camera, he looks kind of nice.
2: My sister, who lives in Tampa, did make it. She said, from her own experience, she's like, divorce will is is a real pain.
0: So he just oh. he looks de- he looks dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. that just, is he's impossible. He's, you
2: know? That
1: Tom Brady has never been a dehydrated day in his life. Besides when he was drinking too much avocado tequila, tossing the Lombardi Trophy in the Tampa Bay River. Yeah.
2: God, he can't hold his booze.
1: Well, you know, he's he's a professional athlete that doesn't eat strawberries. I'm sure he doesn't have a a beer. He might be having. That's his problem. He's got divorced. He's been drinking beers at the night. Nailed it. Um, sports fans, we ran out of time. There's plenty plenty of games to go. That those were kind of the ones that stood out to me. Jets at Bills. Bills nine and a half. Jets starting Mike White. That's the other one I had. Bills nine and a
2: half. Yes. Ooh, big number. I'm gonna put my money on the jets on that one jets have good defense
1: all right sports fans that's all the time we have for you download our podcast wherever podcasts are available we air on 89.1 khol from two to threes on fridays if you missed any of the show please download our podcast rate review say whatever you want five star review all right that's it and that's all good day